0: Gets better. Say
1: that it gets better. Oh am I'm
0: am I'm gay Hello everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish.
1: <laughs> you just giggled so The podcast that wonders when the chair lobby is finally going to stand up for itself. <laughs>
0: yeah. You fuckers. <laughs> you sitters. Quit yeah. Quit sitting. I just hit oh, oh god. Mm. Hmm? you're gonna cut this okay like that time that joe biden told a guy to stand up and he was in a wheelchair
1: <laughs> are you sure that's not kanye west that you're thinking
0: of <laughs> i'm mike johnson i'm kyle Getz. we're here to bridge a gap between sexuality and actuality and today no wait what it was that was kanye west did he did joe biden do it too it was at a rally and joe biden was like talking about all the great work that this legislator had done and was like uh... stand up joe or whatever like whatever the guy's name was and and then like he either forgot or Mm. never knew but yeah. yeah dude was in a wheelchair you can't stand up to mm. accept praise
1: no wonder joe biden always reminded me of kanye west yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah they're basically the same person
1: yep pretty much anyway
0: <laughs> anyway today we're going to talk about queen freddie mercury today we're going to talk about freddie mercury
1: <laughs> yeah i mean queen is involved in freddie mercury's life a little bit
0: but first but first
1: you probably have news stuff
0: always oh, have wait. the news stuff. i have a
1: correction for me you have a correction. I said BBW is big black women. Yeah, it's big beautiful women. Are we sure? I looked it up.
0: Okay, if there's so, is there a triple BW? <laughs> BBBW? <laughs> yeah, the the famous big three black beautiful women
1: W's. I don't. I guess race doesn't have to be a part of it. Well, it doesn't have to. I apologize to the big black women, the big non-black beautiful women, mm-hmm. just
0: everyone. At what point do we just stop apologizing because we've <laughs> offended everyone?
1: I don't, yeah, I don't think anyone's offended. It's just like weird to be like, I don't know. I I don't know why I thought it was big black women. Hmm. Maybe because rappers always sing about them, so.
0: Yeah. Anyway, you have some news. I have some news, yeah. Okay. Uh, So first of all, we have to talk about Caitlyn Jenner. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So after the Trump administration, that anti-transgender memo leaked out, then she wrote a big old op-ed in the Washington Post saying, yeah, I don't support the president anymore. Mm. So, I mean, arguably the most visible trans person in America. Yeah. um, Or Uh, most famous anyway.
1: Laverne Cox, I would say, is the
0: other one. See, I don't know who that is.
1: Oh, that's, you're bad then. Um, Yeah. She's, (laughs) she's uh important. Uh she's in Orange is a New Black. She was the first trans openly trans person to be nominated for an Emmy. Oh
0: I do know who that is. Yeah, see? Yeah. You okay. just don't know
1: her name. Yeah. Or maybe you hear Cox and like think of a gay porn star. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't I can think of nothing else yes. as soon as I hear that word. <laughs> um yeah, no I um...
1: I think everyone was saying to Caitlyn Jenner like,
0: hey idiot. <laughs> We've been telling you that he's not... Well, so that's one thing to talk about, right? Like, oh, now you can't support him anymore? Like, mm-hmm. it was fine until now? Mm-hmm. Like, the, like as soon as it threatens you, that's too much?
1: I mean, the trans military ban, like, that should have been a big one
0: for her, like... She's uh, not in the military. I mean, that, that's, yeah. the, that's the, the argument, right? Like, yeah. she's so fucking selfish that it had to be something that would actually impact her.
1: Yeah, then again, like, would we blame... Kim Kardashian for being selfish? I don't think we do. I wonder if I we have do. different stand Oh. But like, have you ever watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians? <gasps> no. I saw what? there's some show. I think it's just a live feed called Keeping Up with the Catdashians and oh it's God. just cats and <laughs> <laughs> It's So good. It's so good.
0: Is there drama?
1: There's the 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 father figure in the um in that uh, is a trans cat. Oh. Yeah. She had to set aside her Olympic gold medals and (laughs) move on with her life. Wow. No, I don't know. Um, Anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Caitlin, we know. She says he's the worst president we have ever had. Quote, believing that I could work with Trump and his administration to support our community was a mistake. Hmm. Um, My hope in him, in them, was misplaced. And I cannot support anyone who is working against our community. I do not support Trump.
1: Hmm. I mean... At least she came out and apologized, said she made a mistake. Like, that's...
0: Yeah. I want to like her, but she makes it so hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, plus we can't kill... She... Kill... Ooh. That was a Freudian slip. I was going to say, we can't forget she killed someone, like, while driving in her car.
0: That happened? hmm For real?
1: Like, big room in the smack. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Were they a Trump supporter?
1: <laughs> Good question. No, I was probably a Democrat, right? Yeah.
0: Okay, great. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner is late to the party. Better late than ever, I suppose. Yeah, sure. Next, E. The e the news? channel. E! Exclamation point. Yes. E! <laughs> what I do every weekend. E! It has a, a show called The Bi Life. <laughs> and it is won praise from social media critics for representing the bisexual community oh. and helping to break down stigma. It follows a group of, quote, sexy singletons... As they live, party, and date in a villa in Barcelona, and they—they they hot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people. Four dudes, five ladies. At least they uh, they present that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um,
1: I that like that description was so generic. Like you just changed the title and Barcelona with any name of a show in any city, and it's like any reality show ever.
0: Yep. Yep. Stupid. except these people buy
1: they, they buy
0: <laughs> they buy sanjay sued smith wrote quote so hashtag the buy life is a lovely entertaining blend of first dates love island celebs go dating goggle box and the real world whilst also educating people on bi slash queer identities and breaking down stereotypes and stigma i am here for it
1: all of were all of those just random
0: words that person was saying. I don't know what they're, like, t- they're capitalized like. They're titles of shows. Impossible. That nobody watches. Ga-
1: Gaggle, puss or whatever it was called. That's <laughs> Goggle no, box. It's not a thing.
0: I kind of want to know what that is now.
1: I mean, it's has to be someone looking into a box to see if the cat is alive or dead, right?
0: Gross. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not. I mean, okay. I don't know what you meant, but.
0: This, can we talk about the fact that the whole Schrodinger's cat thing, like it's it's a box and it's a pussy involved. <laughs> There's like, double. You're, looking, vagina in, you're looking in the box for the pussy.
1: Yeah, it's like straight guys out at a bar. <laughs> yeah,
0: great. <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> this is going very well. Thank you. I can tell.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it, it to have to have like a whole show dedicated to buy people is interesting and necessary and you go ee. e <laughs> do it e do e
1: do e and then watch e
0: great um and let's see saturday was taiwan gay pride oh. taipei gay pride in taiwan I don't fucking know how to say this
1: (laughs) was it the city or the
0: Taipei Taiwan tens of thousands of people gathered in Taiwan's capital on Saturday for the city's annual gay pride parade Uh, and like
1: most things you can solve it through reading
0: yeah right reading rainbow you know how quickly I threw this shit together this (laughs) time I watched you (laughs) I didn't even read these articles (laughs) I was like oh that one sounds interesting let's do that one okay great
1: you talk about that
0: yep Um, so Taiwan's constitutional court ruled in favor of same sex marriage in May of 2017. And so now there's been this big years long campaign for gay rights and there's a referendum or a bunch of referendums that are happening next month that will determine whether same sex marriages will be recognized as, as legal on, on the island. So this is like, wait, what did you say happened last year? The constitutional court ruled in favor of same sex marriage. Oh, And authorities were given two years to either enact or amend relevant laws.
1: Oh, oh! all the referendums then to fix all the laws? Yes. Okay.
0: Yes. Um, Yeah. Wang Z, of course his name is Wang, a 35-year-old from Beijing, says he supports Taiwan for being a pioneer in gender equality and same-sex marriage in Asia. Quote, there should not be boundaries when it comes to love and sex, Wang said. I am supporting this. (laughs) Although I cannot take part in this referendum, I will support Taiwan with all of my might. Go Taiwan, go marriage equality.
1: I—that's an amazing sentiment. How do? How is it? Of course, Wang is telling us about marriage equality. Like <laughs> it's not. It's just anything we read on the show. It's going to be the gayest sounding name that can be imagined. Yep. Um, you know what I think of people that don't support marriage equality in Taipei?
0: they are Wangs. <laughs> I
1: was going to say the referendum, but either one, either one. I Huge took a drink because I didn't
0: think you would say anything funny. And then, and then you okay. did. Fuck you. You never are allowed to drink because I'm always
1: fucking hilarious. Yeah. Modelo beer in your stupid face. Anyway. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Oh, this is the day after Halloween. Happy.
0: I hope everyone got all of the candy in their hole. I <laughs> <laughs> the hole in the bucket that they were carrying around
1: oh right oh, the hole yeah the hole in their bag mm-hmm.
0: all the chocolate you could stuff in that hole <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do
1: uh i hope you got some great booty <laughs> that's again you, carly the candy the candy the, 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 your, um yeah so everyone's like listening to this soups hungover, hating their life being at work or school or like if you're in the car wake up you're driving wake up (laughs) you have to drive get get to your destination then fall asleep
0: yeah which i get it it's easy to fall asleep to us (laughs) (laughs) do
1: you think i sometimes listen to podcasts while i fall asleep i wonder if anyone like listens to this and then like vaguely
0: wakes up for a second and we're like butt (laughs) penis and they're like they don't appear naked in your dream oh like sometimes whatever i'm listening to like the dreams just start yeah with that as as content um in fact the other night I had a dream about Davy Wavy because we've been talking with him about hmm. do, doing his show again and him being on this show again. Yeah. And so I had a, this dream where we were just like hanging out at his parents place and like, <laughs> his I, yeah, that's, that's it was weird. the weirdest shit ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. We, um, if anyone has any, uh, things they want us to ask Davy Wavy, if he's on again, yeah, uh, let us know.
0: Yeah. Last news item. Oh, okay. Anthony. Okay. Did what? he do
1: any Did he do anything other than being stupid and
0: hot? So Anthony has a new trailer out for Where is it parked? <laughs> you win, I give up. <laughs> 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 Over.
1: Sorry, no, 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 keep going, keep going.
0: Is he he st- has a video in which primarily he is stupid and hot.
1: Okay, okay. okay good good casting.
0: He's in just tidy whiteys, like Shaving and doing calisthenics on the floor. Sure, and pretending to eat like Toblerone bars. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's a teaser for "Don't Watch This," which is a new Netflix series that is uh, like an anthology. It's a it's a, a bunch of quote hair raising short horror films featuring ghoulish creatures, dark obsessions, and unsettling visions. And um, so, there's one of them is going to be "Antony Psycho," which is supposed to reveal Anthony's darker side as he shares the secrets of his healthy morning rituals. So
1: I, it's like, hey, gay people, come on over and watch this show. Yeah, <laughs> It'll be great. Yep, yep. You got to get the gays first. I think that's how you make something successful. You get the gays on board. No, what did Samantha say? First First come the girls, then come the gays, then come the industry.
0: Spell come. <laughs> I, I don't know. I <laughs> that's, don't know. From, that's from Sex and the City oh that's samantha that's samantha i thought you knew somebody that would like samantha b samantha, samantha b. b and
1: i hang out and see I, she says funny stuff a lot but she didn't say that
0: i mean she's more relevant i think than <laughs> sex in, the city, sex days, in the
1: city always relevant hashtag gauge
0: <laughs> um I, I i will i will also say that anthony as part of this whole thing uh appears to address critics who have been skeptical of his culinary prowess. Do you know any of those? I have not heard of I'm not skeptical. I just know the truth. Like, you know, like it's... Was, and he says, quote, I don't care whether they like what I cook or not. They'll eat it if they know what's good for them.
1: Damn, daddy. I'm into it. <laughs> Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> Shove that avocado in my butt.
0: Yeah. He's stupid hot in I know, this trailer it's too. So annoying. I okay, don't to watch it. That's all the news. That's all the news. That's all the news. Yeah.
1: I forgot to play. Speaking of you singing, I forgot to play the theme song to Mom Spleaning before. Is it because I, I was
0: charging too much for royalties?
1: Yes, your your insanely high demands of like ten dollars and a Big Mac. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: you you stop by the quickie mart on your way here, yeah. and, and I say yes, bring me beer. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. I do often bring an offering to the altar <laughs> of Mike when I come in. Um, I feel like half the reason people listen to this is to hear you sing something. So. Aww. Um, I, ooh, that was I love that when you nice. lie to me <laughs> <laughs> um, Speaking of Nothing, there's no transition um, We should announce the winner of the t-shirt contest
0: Oh yeah, we had a t-shirt contest We wanted people to send in ideas for Your Bullshit is Bullshit and, Branded gayish t-shirts And we got lots
1: We got a lot of really great submissions A lot of things involving rainbows And bulls and poop uh,
0: Cartoon bulls I think just lifted off of Google Images, probably photographs I mean, that's of where bulls, I would go. drawings of bulls, um, rainbow poops, yeah, rainbow poop emojis, poop emojis, yeah, 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 um, yeah. We got we got all kinds of uh, really interesting stuff. But the winner of the t-shirt contest is Jen Huang from Calgary, Canada. Thanks. We're gonna pay you. Oh, no. We're gonna pay you in Canadian hundred-dollar bills because is that better or worse? That's cheaper.
1: Okay, great. <laughs> and then we're going to make them. And then at some point, people, you can get them. You can buy them.
0: So I don't actually know the gender of this person. Oh, that's but, okay. Uh, they, I think, knew their audience because they sent in oh, a photograph yeah. of the t-shirt mocked up on a model. On a. And he's fucking smoking hot.
1: He has a thousand tattoos and a big beard. and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So good. Good call. Yeah. So we also really like it, but
0: all you losers, remember (laughs) next time.
1: Photoshop it on a hot guy. Photoshop it on a hot guy. (laughs) If you want our attention, Photoshop whatever you have to say on a hot guy.
0: But thank you, Jen Huang from Calgary, Canada. We support your T-shirt
1: and your country, and thank you to everyone who submitted stuff.
0: Yeah. Um. We're gonna make those available. I'm sure. eventually
1: some point (laughs) when we get on our shit so what when we're like i don't know 10 years from now okay yeah um do you want to talk about
0: freddie mercury okay let's talk about freddie mercury
1: well first of all why are we talking about freddie mercury
0: because freddie saturn canceled (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) um (laughs) there's a movie coming out rami malek is going to play freddie mercury in the upcoming biopic about freddie mercury's life bohemian rhapsody
1: Um, It comes out on November 2nd, and uh, it's gotten a lot of criticism already about, uh, what's it called? Uh, Straight washing. Straight washing. uh, His life. So we're going to talk more about Freddie Mercury's life and also the movie.
0: So for people who didn't know, like, I don't know who knows things about Freddie Mercury or not. (laughs) You
1: don't know who knows things? Yeah. I have a list.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So I didn't, it didn't come out of my face very well, but. Like, they're those people that didn't know that Liberace was gay. Oh. Like, how did you not know mm. Liberace was gay? Yeah. So, I'm, they're probably people that are like waking up out of like being in suspended animation or <laughs> a, like a time machine mm-hmm. involved somehow. Yeah. But they're like, you know, a, a middle aged devotee of Freddie Mercury who would be surprised to learn that he died of AIDS related yeah. complications and it's not for blood transfusion reasons.
1: Yeah. Or yeah, it wasn't for sharing a needle. We assume
0: we assume.
1: Um, yeah. Also,
0: it was all the dicks.
1: It was just... <laughs> well, speaking of all the dicks, I'm going to tell you about his life. dude. where did you say queen? I don't know. He was a lead singer for queen, lead singer for queen, a really big rock band. They, they,
0: they were the champions.
1: They, <laughs> they will rock you. Um, <laughs> Okay, so his birth name is Farouk Bulsara. Um, and I'm sorry, what? Nope, that's it. No um, wonder he changed it. <laughs> uh, Mike, what? You can't say that. He was.
0: Uh, I'm just saying, like, I'm not, I'm not defending it at all. And if you want to be super famous, you probably shouldn't have a name that people in the United States would hear and think about terrorism. Like they're <laughs> bad people, but they're out there. Like Simonaj and Aziz Ansari and all of those people like Aziz Ansari isn't even is isn't even Arab at all. He he's he's uh, like uh, he's either Pakistani or Indian. And okay. I'm drunk. Always. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't eat. Oh. Um in Cheney, Washington, where I went to school, Eastern Washington University, there's this convenience store called the Taj. And the Taj was owned and operated by this lovely Indian family. They were wonderful people. After 9 11, they got vandalized. Like, they had mm. windows broken out and, and spray paint all over the front of their store because people are too fucking stupid <laughs> to know the difference between Iraqi or Saudi and Indian. Well,
1: and that doesn't even matter because, like, even if they were, like,
0: don't vandalize not, things. Well, also, and <laughs> not
1: every single person that is. Any of those is a terrorist.
0: Okay, I'm going to get it together now. I'm really sorry. (laughs)
1: Okay, I'm just going to powerfully cut through all the part where you said you don't use that name. (laughs) You can't tell people to change their name because it sounds too foreign.
0: In 1970-whatever, for sure you can.
1: Uh, Okay, Um, so he was born in 1946, and uh, he grew, he, he was Parsi- And Zoroastrian, which is a religion. I found that out. I had more about this, but then I was like, I don't really, this is not the point of it. So anyway, I'm trying to put in things that I'm guessing that they left out of the movie. Like
0: he is, so he, uh. Hey. Hey. Great podcasting. We're going to talk all about a movie we haven't seen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm going to talk about the parts, the, like the marginal parts of him that like, I doubt they represented like he, uh, so he moved, I don't know. He grew up in India. So I like, I highly doubt that's any part of the movie. Um, and then he moved to Middlesex, England, giggle, um, in 1967. So when he was 21, um, that's when homosexuality was decriminalized in the UK. So just for context of, you know, what was happening. Okay. At, you know, during his life. Um, so 1971 is when he forms queen. Um,
0: <laughs> they decriminalized it and everything was fine. And
1: then, and then everyone was happy. <laughs> and then they named it queen. They were like, we're celebrating. <laughs> yeah. <with, yes. laughs> um, so he, in the 1970s, he was in a relationship with Mary Austin and Mary, is a lady. She's a female lady. Um, okay.
0: And is that one of the Olsen twins? Yeah.
1: <laughs> her, their mom. <laughs> okay, great. Um, he supposedly boasted about his... I didn't change this from what I... The article I copied it from. Numerous trysts. I would never say numerous trysts. Tr- tr- sounds like a word or something. Anyway, he fucked a bunch. He claimed he had, quote, more lovers than Elizabeth Taylor. Um
0: wait was elizabeth taylor a whore i guess so i don't know a <laughs> whore you she mean had lots of husbands but I don't, okay anyway
1: i don't that's a different next episode elizabeth taylor <laughs> was she a whore coming soon um a former associate remembers seeing a line of men dressed in sailor suits marching into his dressing room after a concert hot were if they, i were a, were
0: they just dancers
1: they could have been dancers um and they probably just can canned right into there and did a
0: took it in the can
1: (laughs) did a double lutz on his smuts yep i don't know um so he also had an affair with a male executive at electrica records
0: Ooh, yeah so fucking his way to the top
1: (laughs) just like conan o'brien I don't, he probably didn't sleep with anyone. <laughs> um, and, um, he was really, even until he died, he was really private, didn't do uh, many interviews. Um, in 1974, someone asked him, so now I'll start talking about some of the, like, gay, like was he gay? Was he bi? Was he pan? Uh, was he straight and
0: fooled around with guys? Such a weird exercise, right? Because... It's like when you're talking about historical figures, right? Like, is yeah. it okay to say that Michelangelo was gay when that word wasn't even a thing? When they...
1: and and I think like especially for around this time, it's like, well, if you like fucked a bunch of dudes, but it's only, but it's still in the like '70s. Like, would he have if you know he was born fifty years later? Would he have been just out and gay? Would he have been by and uh, so? You know it's really hard, and you know we'll never know that. But it, yeah, why so I'm glad difficult. that
0: we're recording this podcast, and it's going to be around forever. <laughs> it will never go away because nothing on the internet ever dies. Yeah. Because when I'm super crazy famous, but I'm dead, a thousand years from now, people won't have to wonder. Hmm. No one gay? will ask. They'll. But be he. Like- but he was married to a girl. Oh. Maybe he was bi. No
1: nope he Fucking said gay many times so gay listen to 30 se- any 30 seconds of this podcast
0: that's right um resetting the timer the countdown started for my next time to say it
1: oh you're gay oh yeah good call we we gotta let those people a thousand years from now know
0: there's a quota <laughs> um
1: so in 1974 um someone asked him for an interview so how about being bent which i guess that meant like, not straight yeah Oh, (laughs) and Mercury replied. I didn't get that until I just was like, that's a weird word they use for that. Okay. Freddie Mercury said, you're a crafty cow. Let's, I, that's weird. He was talking to a cow, by the way. <laughs> this is back when cows were allowed to yeah, work. Yeah, it, it was it was gluing popsicle
0: sticks together to make like a replica Taj Mahal yeah. while it was happening.
1: <laughs> you're, yeah, so crafty. <laughs> um, you're a crafty cow. Let's put it this way: there were times when I was young and green. It's a thing schoolboys go through. I've had my share of schoolboy pranks. I'm not going to elaborate further.
0: Monarch had his share of schoolboys.
1: Like, he just—I mean, that's a oh, not in Kevin Spacey way. A, no, like, no, no. I didn't. I didn't take it that way. I bet Don't. You did. We're, we're going to brush past the schoolboy topic very quickly. Um, Yeah, like so. That's interesting. That in an interview, um, I mean, he was like 21 at the time. But uh, oh no, 20. Oh no, 30. Oh no, 20. Shut up for a second, Mike. 28 um
0: so you know this is the part where kyle does a bunch of
1: math <laughs> By a bunch, you mean one <laughs> one math um so like that's a really interesting th- thing to say given then he continued to have relationships with men that makes it sound like yeah he doesn't want to be out publicly um uh just a couple years later he told uh the lady mary austin about his sexuality and their relationship ended um but
0: he still wait because he told her about his sexuality that's what it yeah (sighs) that's what happened to me the timer ran out it's time to say it again (laughs) wait because why i told my ex-wife i am gay there it is (laughs)
1: Hey, reporters in a thousand years, (laughs) write this in the air so you can send it through space on the telegraph of our minds. Yeah, I think that's how it's going to work. For sure. Um, He still uh, said that she was um, his true love uh, and has said that uh, she's basically like the best person he knows and a lot of good stuff about her. Um, So in the 1980s, he was mm-hmm. reportedly involved with a lady actor, Barbara. It's a female name, Barbara Valentine. Um, but his personal assistant said, "Quote: Valentine was a friend of his, but nothing more. Who only plays played the grieving widow in interviews after his death." Um, and his personal assistant also said he was dating Winfrey, Winfried, Winfred 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 F R I E D Winfred Winifred Winifred winfred sure um is Kurt- there an Ger- in there or... there's a couple
0: is it winfred winfred
1: Win-win friad friad this is so interesting for winfried um <laughs> that's how it's spelled winfried it's like when i never mind okay um kurtzberger uh who is a german restaurateur um he started a friendship with Kenny Everett and went out in London a lot, did a bunch of gay shit and did a bunch of drugs
0: Yeah,
1: um, in London. And then in 1985, he began a long-term relationship with hairdresser Jim Hutton. Um, Why do you have
0: to be a hairdresser?
1: I mean, it's back in the eighties. Like that was pretty, you know, like it's a safe thing to be. I can understand, you know, like what else are you going to be back then? You're not going to be a scientist. Gay people weren't allowed there.
0: That's true. Mm-hmm. Look what happened to Alan Turing. Did he die? <laughs> <laughs> he tried to do science and gay things. And
1: died. So he, the- oh, didn't he invent that code? Or crack a code? Or he, write a code? He cracked a code. Cracked a code. Yeah, I'm so smart. Okay. Um, although, even though he was in, in a relationship, and that's the relationship he was in when he died, um, he still distanced himself from jim during public events which that makes me so sad
0: i get it though right
1: i mean i understand why all this is happening and i just feel bad for him that it seemed like he was very private and shy no he said he's very private he's he's shy off stage um so you know maybe that's what he would have done anyway because he didn't want to talk about relationships but i mean me just guessing is that part of it is growing up for 21 years of your life where you're not allowed to be gay in London or in the UK. Yeah. Um, uh, In 86 or 87, actually, the exact date he was diagnosed with HIV is um, questioned, but his partner, uh, Jim, said it was in 87, diagnosed with HIV, and even since then, rumors about him having HIV started. Mm. Um, And they continued until November 1991. Uh, Where he made a statement, um, which included, quote, following the enormous conjecture in the press over the past over the last two weeks, I wish to confirm that I've been tested HIV positive and have AIDS. Um, And just over 24 hours after the statement, uh, he died at age 45. Um, He was the first major rock star to die of AIDS. And so that why that's why it was really big that he both admitted and died of AIDS. But he Um,
0: died the next day. Just yeah wow
1: yeah so i i mean he given how private he was like he had to know and uh he had to like you know want to tell everyone because after he died it's gonna happen no matter what like you know rumors and everything's like so we might as well just confirm that
0: like in a video game when you're almost out of life and that like dangerous music plays do you think you could hear that <laughs> oh no that's a if when he was underground
1: <laughs> Do, 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 do. No, no, that's how you got a mushroom. No, I don't remember this. <laughs> um, four days after that, at a London AIDS conference, um, a Dr. Ingham, who is a fucker and a researcher, said, quote, maybe if Freddie Mercury had revealed his illness much earlier, it would have brought discussion out into the open. Um, so, I Oh, you, I, I I really dislike the idea of, so, you know, from all this, people said like he was in the closet. Other people were like, no, he's super openly out. So a big part of this is I think what we've talked about before, like it's hard to be fully out. Like a lot of people, unless you're a giant celebrity are going to be kind of out because you're out to all your friends and family and everyone who matters, but like, you know, you're not going to be out to a hundred percent of people. So I, that seemed like it, there was that, that's why there was that conflict. And
0: well, one thing I would add, and I don't think it justifies what he said. I, I think that you're right in, in sort of questioning mm. this fuckers fuckitude, but <laughs> uh, people were already talking about it. Yeah. It's, it's not like he had HIV and nobody had any idea at all. And it wasn't being discussed.
1: Well, he, yeah, I also blame the people that, made those guesses and I was trying to think of a smarter word than guesses. They conjectured? Is that the right way to say that? Sure. They prosthesized? Um <laughs> I don't know. I wanna sound smart, Mike. Help. Aww. I wanna sound well brained. Um
0: Okay, great.
1: <laughs> um yeah, I just uh, I think no one owes it to anyone else to come out about their orientation, about their gender identity, about their HIV status. Like that is not it's great when public figures like that talk about it or they're like mental health issues like no one it has to do that and uh you know just let's let everyone just live let's just live man i've been becoming more and more of a hippie
0: just like, live just man. live like
1: let's all just be cool to each other and do so many drugs yeah cool cool you can't hear it but i'm smoking a cigar right now you're a, weirdo. a weed cigar. I I forgot. I don't think cigars are hippie. Anyway, that's his that's his life in times.
0: So you were talking about whether it was okay to say that he was gay or not, right? Yeah. I, or bi because like some people are like bi. But. Yeah,
1: the best thing I could say is he's bi because he had a major relationship with a woman and still, to the very end, claimed that uh, she was pretty much like his wife, but also had relationships with men apparently fucked so
0: great i don't know you know well okay so you would call him by in 2015 um there was this person leslie ann jones who was his biographer and uh she says that bohemian rhapsody the song which was released october 31st of 1975 it was released on halloween of 1975 oh that's what
1: we timed this so good. I know, right? It's like
0: it's like we know what we're doing. <laughs> um, and that he he refused to. So she claims that he confirmed for her that the song was him coming out. That about
1: gay, not about HIV or bi or whatever. Or... Well, it was
0: 1975. HIV wasn't around. Oh, okay, he didn't have it because it didn't exist yet.
1: Some people say it was oh no, as early as 82, 72 anyway okay
0: but that um so he always refused to explain the lyrics to the song the only thing that he said was that it was about relationships hmm and his bandmates too never said anything about it and um but uh this leslie ann jones person says that it's a confession by freddie that he was gay um Lyricist Sir Tim Rice knew Freddie well and says she's totally right. Quote, it's fairly obvious to me that this was Freddie's coming out song. I've spoken to Roger Taylor, that's the band's drummer, about it, Queen's drummer. There is a very clear message in it. This is Freddie admitting he is gay. Uh, in the, he keeps talking. Quote, in, in the line, Mama, I just killed a man. He's killed the old Freddie, his former image
1: oh i thought it meant killed a man with his dick
0: right well (laughs) put a gun against his head pulled my trigger now he's dead dick i mean that sounds like coming
1: yeah facial yeah
0: (laughs) Uh, um
1: no that uh, that actually makes a lot of sense because you kind of put the old person you pretended to be behind you um it's just like when taylor swift went bad
0: look what you made me do (laughs) um (laughs)
1: you've been hanging out with me too long
0: (laughs) i'm sorry and you're welcome Uh, with with put a gun against his head pull my trigger now he's dead he's dead the straight person he was originally he's destroyed the man he was trying to be and now this is him trying to Hmm. live with the new freddy um i see a little silhouette of a man that's him still Hmm. being haunted by what he's done and what he is Every time I hear the song, I think of him trying to shake off one Freddie and embracing another, even all these years. Do I think he managed it? I think he was in the process of managing it rather well. Freddie was an exceptional lyricist, and Bohemian Rhapsody is one of the great pieces of music of the 20th century. Um, Leslie Ann Jones put the theory that Bohemian Rhapsody was a confession about his sexual orientation to Freddie in 1986. The singer laughed, then fell silent before answering bad timing exclamation point i don't know what that means but
1: i wonder if in 86 i mean that's around when he he was jim his partner jim jim just sounds like such a generic person sorry jim's out there you just sound plain (laughs) (laughs) um jim said that he uh was diagnosed with HIV in 87 i wonder if he was actually 86 and that's the bad timing hmm Or maybe saying, like, he was born in a bad time, like, when it was illegal. Hmm.
0: Well, uh, uh, she also says that Jim told her, quote, You were right. Freddie was never going to admit it publicly because he had to carry on the charade about being straight for his family. But we discussed it many times. It was Freddie's confessional. It was about how different his life could have been. How much happier he would have felt mm. had he been able to be himself, the world heard a masterpiece of imagination. It was so intricate and had so many layers, but its message was simple. Bohemian Rhapsody was Freddie as he truly was, said Hutton
1: mm. that I didn't mention, but um people that know Queen or Freddie Mercury already will know that um, he's very well known for on stage being what people call flamboyant, which I think is just them saying like he seemed kind of gay on stage, <laughs> but like. <laughs> Uh, I think it was David Bowie that was like, I'm very impressed with anyone that can wear tights on stage. And um, yeah, so he was really well known for that. um, But then didn't. So like, what I think is interesting is he was never really like, I think one of the people that wrote about him said he was never really aligned with like gay rights causes. Yeah. Um, And it just reminded me that like people can fight for, the cause of equality and rights for everyone through their own ways. And it doesn't have to be political. The fact that he was a man leading singer of a rock band being soups gay or flamboyant or whatever you want to call it like mm-hmm. on stage mm-hmm. is really powerful and impactful to everyone to be able to see and see that that's okay for him to do.
0: I mean, if, if the flamboyancy is like part femme, doesn't matter if he's gay or straight mm-hmm. to be, Visible in public about, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, this is what I'm wearing. This is what my hair looks like. This is how I move my body. Yeah, fucking deal with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, interesting. So, all right, probably about him being, well, okay, yeah. And I, st- I the reason I, the only reason I say bye is because I, I, you know, we can't know for sure. But when I was,
0: do you have feelings? About I that?
1: was gonna <laughs> talk about some of my feelings, when I was i only started this after i told you to watch out for burping i this is karma
0: you should be very careful about how you criticize me it's
1: very karmatic
0: or maybe this is like a su- secret superpower that you could use
1: yeah like burp at people
0: like like yell at me and tell me that my dick is too big and then yours oh. <laughs> will like your th- dick is way <laughs> too hard and pleasurable and then you'll have that problem
1: yeah, all right i'll tr- give it a shot
0: um <laughs> it is though you're right um
1: when i was researching this like i feel like i've gone through i don't know what, what if this is true so i'm projecting like what i've felt is why did i have this relationship with uh I say girls because i'm in high school but they were yeah you know my age um so it's not creepy um you're like why did i have all these relationships with girls like that doesn't and trying to figure it out and you know his uh, he said about Mary Austin, the lady, Mary Austin, I'm just going to start calling like that, like the lady, Mary Austin sounds so fancy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, he said, quote, all my lovers asked me why they couldn't replace Mary, but it's simply impossible. The only friend I've got is Mary and I don't want anybody else. And like, that reminds me of those feelings that I realized like, oh, like these were just my best friends. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm and or people that could have been my best friends and that's the feeling that i had it wasn't feelings of love or sexual attraction sure yeah so i could i i could see him being gay and you know that's why do we know anything about their sex life
0: because he he didn't leave no babies
1: (laughs) not that i know of um we don't know his the abortion status so
0: oh no i took it there okay (laughs) that's that bad
1: um I mean he could have that's
0: like the that's like the third rail for rock stars in the seventies, I'm sure. Like
1: what fathering illegitimate children or having abortions?
0: Having pregnant girlfriends or Uh, children running around because so much of the mystique about him is sex appeal, mm. right? Like the the ladies and gay dudes, but mostly the ladies, the straight ladies in the audience, like that sells concert tickets. The thought that like he's available and
1: Yeah. I wonder if I mean, yeah, I think for That's this. That's why everybody
0: hated Yoko. Go ahead.
1: Because she owned him. Yep. Uh, was that close enough to owned him that I
0: that yeah. it sound
1: okay? Um,
0: oh, I, I thought I thought you were saying that like now all of those ladies. Oh no. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's Yoko. You can't have him. <laughs> all
1: right, I like that better. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Yep. Sex appeal, pregnant girlfriend, can't do oh, that. I think uh, if you're a straight rocker, like y- you get a girl pregnant if you're a gay rocker you get aids oh oh at least back then because like fucking all the time is like ah shit i got her pregnant for straight dudes fucking all the time is ah shit i got hiv Mm -hmm. back in the 70s 80s okay it's a theory a working theory that i've just recently developed in the past several seconds so okay
0: we don't know that he banged chicks. We
1: don't know that he banged chicks.
0: Right. I mean I didn't read like,
1: anything about him putting it in her. But yeah, like well, no yeah. one talks about like they were married, but like no one says like and they fucked, you know, every other week or you know, like no one would actually write about that.
0: But isn't that like why they spread all of those rumors about rock stars, media icons that like they're all of those playboys that mm. have existed? Like Wilt Chamberlain. Basketball star apparently banged 30,000 women or some Mm -hmm. ridiculous, almost impossible number unless like that's all he did was play basketball and bang and like maybe sometimes go to Taco Bell (laughs) Uh, like (laughs) he like so much of that was myth propagated for image.
1: Yeah. I wonder if any of this was then about like hiding us, not hiding, but protecting his personal life i wonder if any of that was about trying to keep the sex appeal for women alive
0: she was a beard
1: i mean yeah it seemed like according but and then like that's the other thing is like a couple times when people say things well i I was gonna say it's about like his male either partners or lovers or people he fucks but once was a personal assistant that he was like no barbara valentine was a beard um yeah i mean i would lean towards gay but i also don't want to ignore. You know he might have been bi, and I don't want to just you know. It's easy to say you banged one dude and you're gay, so I don't want to. I don't want to contribute to the bi erasure. But yeah, if I had to guess about him, it'd be gay. Part of what I feel a little bit guilty of in researching him is that, um, and this will lead into my segment. um, Uh. Do you have feelings? (laughs) Yes, I'm out of beer. My segment. Oh,
0: yeah, it's a good time. I'm a good time.
1: <laughs> Part of what I feel weird about is that he was so private. Like, I don't think he wants people guessing about his sexual orientation. Cause like he intentionally didn't talk about that. However, they just fucking made a movie yeah. about
0: yeah, 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 it. Yeah. So
1: that's already out there. So I-, I hope that this is to provide the other details that the movie's not including. Cause it seems a little bit one-sided. However, we should like, instead of, you know, I feel like we always try to open our drinks or pour our drinks when it's quiet. We should just make it a drinking game. Just leave them in. Leave them in. Anytime you hear a pop of a beer can or a drip, drip, drip of a wine being poured.
0: But then at least least the episodes that I edit, which doesn't happen very often, but the episodes Mm -hmm. that I edit, I'm going to put artificially put the sound of a can opening
1: (laughs) can't open can't open can't open i'm gay can't open
0: (laughs) keep up keep up bitches keep drinking um okay so let's talk about the movie let's talk about the movie we haven't seen
1: (laughs) but i read stuff about it okay great so there was all this backlash people saying he was being straight washed um some of that was based on the trailer which when i started researching it uh, part of me was like I think news is now just you have to sensationalize or it's not gonna get any traction. To be like, oh, they mildly changed details of his life is not a really interesting or compelling right, headline. Right, uh, right. I after doing a little Can
0: bit Can you of, fucking believe what they've done to this movie?
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. That's way that. That I'm sells click. tickets. Yep. Sells tickets to the news article where I have to <laughs> disable my ad blocker begrudgingly. Um so. Some of the so in the trailer a lot of people are like, oh, there's like that shows them looking at female fans in the audience But not male fans. So I wanted to get a little bit past that and
0: is there no row of sailors in the movie?
1: (laughs) They're all waiting backstage Mike (laughs) (laughs) They're fluffers getting them ready. Oh, man. Can you imagine that would be the best job to
0: get to be a fluffer? Yeah. Yeah
1: I'd be like, do finally, I could have a job doing what I love. <laughs> do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. But you will have a decent amount of semen in your hair. <laughs> um, okay. So some of the things, at first I was like, eh. Um, so, like, they changed some of the details about his life. Like, uh, Live Aid was a really big uh, concert that he was a part of. Very famous, probably his most famous concert. And in rock, one of the most notable performances was Queen's performance in that. So they actually said, so that was 1985. Um, that was a year or two before he was diagnosed with HIV. So he th- they said that he, before that, told all his bandmates that he had HIV. before Because the live aid is the big culminating event of the movie uh, which makes sense that that's you know in the screenplay that that would be the big event but they did all these so that um
0: so in just so i understand in real life in real actual history he discovered that he was hiv positive well after this concert but in the movie in the movie they make it seem like it was right before this concert
1: yes they also made it seem like that alone i was like you know i so i am a screenwriter so like i get you have to change some details to make it good but i don't know like how much i don't want to write anything that's based on true stories because that seems like too difficult
0: that's so weird to me like i understand i understand the words that are coming out of your face Mm -hmm. That when you're writing Mm -hmm. a screenplay, you have to do these things. Like, there are these checkboxes for it. And as somebody who's not a screenwriter and hates checklists, that... (laughs) I just... I don't understand. Like, it's a biopic. You're doing a biography. Isn't that... Isn't there, like, some sort of journalistic standard that applies? Or... Well, like, fuck your... Like, like no you can't just put explosions in freddie mercury's life to sell movie tickets (laughs) i mean
1: uh, i don't know i i'm torn on this one anyway it keeps going where i think it gets like a little worse where not only did he in the movie say he had hiv to the band before live aid he also that was the like one of the reasons he got the band back together which they didn't need any getting back together they were all they hadn't broken up or anything so in real life they didn't break up in the movie he got them all back together to perform at this one concert um so uh and it showed him again even though in real life he wasn't he probably wasn't diagnosed with hiv yet it shows him being sick on stage coughing into a kleenex uh like coughing blood into a kleenex so and that made they made it seem like the culminating event where in real life they released another album they did another tour afterwards uh. um and what someone wrote which i thought was really um interesting like that criticized that is it um they said it reduces mercury to his diagnosis by seeming like the hiv diagnosis was the motivation to get the band back together it wasn't they weren't apart And he didn't know he had HIV. He's just an amazing musician that performed an amazing performance. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. um, and that's something he really wanted Freddie Mercury. I think one of the reasons he didn't tell people is because he didn't want him to be, um, the person who has HIV and is a rock star. They wanted him to be an amazing rock star and musician. So, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. so they are kind of making the disease a motivation. Yeah. Um, even worse, uh, let's see. Uh, Scott Mendelson, who was apparently a person that critiques movies a lot, because okay. I read his thing. Um, I wonder if
0: he's related to the composer.
1: Um, yes, he is. He's his grandniece. Okay. He's a boy, though. Yep. It works. Um, the Mendelsons. Who knew. Nelson Mandela. That's who I was thinking. Never mind. Okay, um, <laughs> I was like, he also has a last name of someone that was real skinny. Um, wasn't <laughs> that's Gandhi? Ah, shit! You're right. So many people. I'm getting confused. Okay, um, okay. So uh, uh, Scott Mendelson says yes, he was bisexual in the film. Um, so they actually showed one of his male lovers i, I word, did notice
0: was... in the cast list that jim hutton his his uh hairdresser boyfriend it was cast so oh, that's, really that's a person that's oh play, plays some role in the movie i don't know what
1: yeah and no one talked about that so i don't it, he must be a minor role um one of oh, great
0: uh, the person he lived with for six years when he died yep yep was at his bedside yeah that's a minor role
1: yep minor role right. um he uh oh oh his same-sex lover um paul printer is a major role in the film but as a villain oh god so he's the villain of the story um and so like oh great you have that you know same-sex relationship but you're making it the negative like
0: someday can we just call them relationships instead of same-sex relationships Can we just call it marriage (laughs) no can we just?
1: I never want to be married. I always want to be gay married.
0: Okay, great.
1: <laughs> That's really important to me. Okay, Are you married? No. <laughs> I'm gay married. Stupid. Um. Okay. Last thing. This is not about any of the gay or bi or whatever shit. But Remy, the guy who plays, what's his first name? Rami. Rami. Charles. Rami Malik. Rami, Rami Malik. Okay. Um. He. There's this big question. Did he actually sing? And he contributed vocals, but the vocals are mixed with Freddie Mercury's actual vocals in this guy, Mark Martel, a Canadian Christian rock singer. Wait, so
0: no, he didn't sing then?
1: He did, but like they put it in with two other dudes. So like, yes, but barely, probably, this is me guessing, probably just to be like, yeah, he contribute. yeah, yeah, he sang,
0: just to get the byline. Also,
1: Freddie Mercury, saying, and we use his live vocals. Yeah. So, I th- that's stupid to me. I, I don't know why you. I get he's getting a lot of Oscar buzz. Blah blah blah. But like, how, why would you cast someone as Freddie Mercury who can't, on his own, sing like Freddie Mercury? That just seems weird to me. Yeah. Um. That is the movie, in a nutshell.
0: Well, I wanted to tell you about something, but I'm now I'm going to change it.
1: Great. They always say, change your decisions on the fly when you're recording. Ch-ch-ch-ch-changes.
0: Son of a bitch. What? Where did it go? Hold on. Big Mouth. I've been talking about Big Mouth a lot.
1: Oh, yeah. TV show. TV show. Animation. Netflix.
0: Just a crazy, intense, all-star cast of voices that does that show.
1: That I think is just okay and everyone loves. Well, that's because you're a bitch. (laughs) I I accept that.
0: Um, but, but, uh, one of the segments is Duke Ellington explaining to this kid who thinks he might be gay, maybe about all of the famous gay people from history. Hmm. Who's
1: Duke Ellington? Just a character.
0: He was a big band leader, African-American jazz icon. Great. No. Okay. Great. Good for him. Um, the ghost of Freddie Mercury sings a song to this kid and <laughs> um, it was nominated for a best original song uh, Emmy it was it, oh. uh, nominated for an Emmy Emmy for best original song and whoever it was that sang the Freddie Mercury uh, I want to find out who was it, it was. Canadian
1: Christian rock singer Mark Martel, whose name has to be fake no one's name is Mark Martel.
0: yeah I don't know Mark
1: with a C He's Christian and gay. I just made that up because people whose names are Mark with a C are usually gay.
0: McKeon. The guy's name is McKeon.
1: Is that his only, like, just the one?
0: Yeah, like Madonna. Or Matilda. Why can't I find his fucking first name?
1: Mm, It must not be important.
0: I'm so sorry. That's okay. This is what I get for trying to change midstream, right?
1: Yeah, like when you try to move from one urinal to another
0: and not get any on anything yep. like it's impossible. You going to get wet. Um anyway the the backup band is Socrates, Judge Antonine Scalia and Duke Ellington <laughs> and they're doing this song uh, about 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 being gay and um it is a dead on like perfect Freddie Mercury impersonation. Hmm. And the song is hilarious and it sounds like three different Queen songs that hmm. you can identify like Uh, thematically but it is a total original composition and um so brendan mckeon is the guy's name who said quote i've been interested in singing all my life and then around high school i discovered this band called queen and queen became my high school obsession it kind of became my emo A few years later, my buddy was getting married and I was the singer in his wedding band that he put together of all of his friends and he had Don't Stop Me Now in there. I was kind of intimidated by the notes and stuff. I didn't know if I could sing it and I went to the wedding and I just nailed it. And suddenly I thought to myself, maybe these notes are available to me. And um, anyway, it's super, super good and the song is hilarious. Uh, the, the, The episode is about how confusing it is to be 13 years old and to have sexual feelings and maybe even sexual feelings about your friends who are male, and uh, but that doesn't mean that you're gay. It doesn't mean that you're bi. It just means that puberty is a bitch. Mm. And um, it's just this really awesome, uplifting song about like it's totally fine to be gay. It's great mm. um, if you are, and if you're not, that's fine too.
1: Oh, that's really cool.
0: Yeah, we'll watch it later.
1: Um, if I'm if we're allowed to, I'll put in a clip right here.
0: Being gay can be bloody brilliant. How so, Freddie Mercury? I was hoping you would ask.
1: What's it like to be gay?
0: When you're gay, every day is a non stop cabaret. You've got style and flair, you're loved everywhere except for North Carolina.
1: Great. If If you didn't hear anything, it's because I didn't do it. I
0: think it's fair use. we're talking about it we're we're okay. we're editorializing, yeah. on it,
1: yeah, editorializing all over it.
0: um, I do want to talk about something else, Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. you're probably gonna have to pull this earlier, okay, I, you whenever you say
1: that, I don't do it because it's just so much work, and we always reference things that happened right before.
0: so in the context of Freddie Mercury may or may not have been gay, mm-hmm. may or may not have banged chicks, mm-hmm. Um, there's this song that I've always kind of had a problem with or a fascination with maybe. Okay. That's by Queen. Have you heard the song Fat Bottomed Girls?
1: Yes. I thought Mika sang it. It's Queen. Oh, did he do a cover of it?
0: Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's Big a... Big que-
1: girls, you are beautiful.
0: No. Oh. No. Okay. Um. Different song different song. In fact, I feel like I should play some of it, but mm. not right the second. Now, I need you to know the tone mm. so that we can talk about it. Okay.
1: Oh, you gonna take me home
0: tonight? okay so that's fat bottom girls yeah
1: okay i did know that song
0: okay um so at first when i when i first had the idea that i wanted to talk about this song during this episode it was mostly in the idea of is he just an early pioneer of body positivity hmm, like, that's
1: what i just was thinking
0: yeah uh, well, go ahead what oh
1: i i mean the thoughts that immediately came to mind is um like me being gay, I feel like it's very easy for me to be body positive about women because I don't have the like the thing in me that the sexual attraction that like I would love to be body positive about men and my own body, too, because I'm suck yeah. at that. Yeah. Um. But I have this fucking annoying thing about sexual attraction of people I'm attracted to and not attracted to. So it, it, it's kind of hard then. Um. But with women, I can be like. Every one of you is beautiful and gorgeous and perfect the way you are. So I think gay people can do that a little bit easier. Yeah. Particularly for
0: women. Well, so. Okay. I I was going to bring the song up and talk about just like body positivity and like whether he was into women or not. That Mm -hmm. This was like this really powerful message. And then I sat down and I read the lyrics. Mm -hmm. Sweet fucking Jesus. We need to talk about what? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I just think about women too much. Okay, great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> it goes down the wrong way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um what what are some of the lyrics? Let's talk about the first verse. Okay. Well, so it it actually starts with the refrain. Like are, are you going to take me home? Are you going to take me home tonight? Ah, uh, down beside that red fire light. Are you going to let it all hang out? Fat bottom girls, you make the rock and world go round. That's the chorus or mm-hmm. the the, the re- refrain that happens. So the first verse is disturbing okay here it goes hey i was just a skinny lad never knew no good from bad i knew love before i left my nursery left alone with big fat fanny she was such a naughty nanny hey big woman you made a bad boy out of me
1: ah shit his nanny fucked or raped him basically he got, Is that... he got raped by
0: his nanny that's huh. what that's what that says yeah and so then it made me think okay is he saying then like is that why he likes big women okay or is that like what is going on
1: yeah okay what no you can keep going
0: i'm not gonna keep going i'm gonna talk about this okay well like i always he's i mean it could be just a song sometimes a cigar is just a cigar
1: no it's always a dick (laughs) what do you mean right um (laughs) uh No, like I I actually run into me and (laughs) Freddie were the same. Um, No, I I, like wrote something and I published and I sent it to someone like I was applying to a job that required published writing experience. And I was like, great, I have that. Here's this. And someone read it. And luckily, I knew someone on the inside so I could like actually get their feedback and Mm. like hear what she had. to She thought about that after reading it. Yeah. And she was like, holy shit, this guy's messed up. Like, because it was a story about a kid (laughs) whose mom left and his dad beat him and was an alcoholic and had this really hard life. And it's like, yeah, it's that's a fictional story. That didn't happen to me. Not that that matters, but that didn't happen to me. So, like, and my, like, I would send things to my parents and my dad would read that and be like, wait, I never beat you and i was like yeah you also never named me kevin like you know (laughs) i'm not like this isn't just because it's a dad doesn't mean it's you okay so
0: but you don't want your mom to listen to the podcast because it's not fictional enough
1: right oh that's too real (laughs) and i say curse words and i talk about fucking i barely tell her when i'm dating people (laughs) it is too gay great This is our new poll quote. Gayish. Too gay for Kyle's mom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, another verse that may or may not okay. have happened.
1: Okay. It's, it's wait, still interesting hearing it because you get an insight into like what they're thinking. Yeah.
0: yeah uh, and, and wait, 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 tamer too. Uh, I, I've been singing with my band. Cross the water, cross the land. I've seen every blue-eyed floozy on the way. Hey, but their beauty and their style went kind of smooth after a while. Take me to them lovely ladies every time. So He loves sluts. Apparently. Was his was
1: Mary Austin a slut? Was she a big know. bottom slut?
0: I don't know. Maybe. Her, uh, I love those sluts. <laughs> I mean her daughters are. Mary Kate. Oh. And <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that we in our universe.
1: I wonder if we'll have like our own little universe where lots of <laughs> wrong things are true. <laughs> I would really love that. Anyway, yes. Yep. Um huh.
0: Get on your bikes and ride is the last line of the song.
1: Is that, is bike a dick?
0: I don't know. Oh. I, it's anything you want it to be, Kyle.
1: Oh, dick. Two dicks. It's two dicks. Anyway, I,
0: meaning two. you don't seem nearly as disturbed as I am that he got diddled by his nanny.
1: Well, but did he?
0: Diddle he? Well, the singer of the, 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 the song person the song singer the song writer character the song oh the
1: character in the song that is singing it sure i mean
0: and also like or is saying he did
1: and also but knowing he's someone who at least in bohemian rhapsody likely based things on his own life then that that might contribute to i don't know where maybe he made it up
0: so here's the dark thing that i'm like afraid to say okay What if that happened to him and he thinks that's what made him gay Mm. and that the only thing or that the only, the only women he's into are women like that woman that did this to him. Hmm. I just wonder if it's a like really sort of dark and twisted thing, right? Because there are lots of people who think that some sort of childhood trauma is what makes you gay. Yeah. What if he believed that about himself and how sad is that? And Oh, um, um
1: <laughs> I, well, one, I can imagine that being really hard if you were, if you are a gay person, a queer I person, <laughs> it's hard if you're a gay person, that's the end of my sentence. No, if you're a queer person that also experienced any of those things that, that the opponents say that it's because you're abused Yeah, like that. Yeah. It must be hard to wrestle with. Uh, and that's the damage that they're doing of maybe that is true or like probably don't want to speak up as much. I, th- I'm guessing I've never experienced this, but I, I, yeah, that must, that would be so difficult to deal with and even admit to people because you don't want to play into what people, the stereotypes people make about you.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I also, not sure if i'm going to keep this in um when i was really little not anything crazy like that but like me and one of my friends like in elementary school like t- sexually experimented like it was Ooh. another like boy wow and sometimes so i it was i <laughs> it kind of was but i clearly knew or thought was made to believe that something was wrong about it cuz i like remember telling him like we can't do this mm-hmm. anymore and um And I always wondered if that's what made me gay.
0: Interesting. I mean, it's not.
1: It's not interesting?
0: Nope. (laughs) It's not what made you gay.
1: Yeah, it's just a hard... Yeah, I don't know. I've never... I don't really talk... I feel like I've maybe told you about that and no one else, but like...
0: (laughs) Did you forget about that? No, now you can decide whether to keep it in for the tens of people that listen to this podcast. (laughs)
1: That's weird. Did you... This is... I didn't expect this to go this way. Uh, this episode. Did you ever any, like when you were like under 10, like a child, like any sexual experiences with other children? Hmm. I feel like when the news about Lena Dunham and her sister, like everyone says that she molested her little sister, but I think it's more like little kids experiment with stuff. They don't get things. They try things. Yeah. I don't know if that's true though.
0: Not that I can remember. Hmm. And I'm the type of person that thinks, well, then that's just because it's like, I'm so good at hiding trauma from myself that Mm. I've locked it in some deep secret place.
1: Yeah. My therapist once told me I, people that have really bad memories like me are trying to like protect themselves with their memories from past trauma. Yeah. So that's fun. Anyway, wait, were you, you, were you finished though? What were you going to say? I think so. Just
0: Uh, like that song is a song. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's true. (laughs)
0: Good point. Good point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you want to take a break? Should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Uh. Uh. Break. uh. (laughs) Didn't
1: mean to take a break. If we're not here in several seconds from now. You were robbed. You were robbed.
0: (laughs) This is the part where Mike. Hi, I'm Chris. Hi, I'm Robert. And we're the Film
1: Flamers, a monthly podcast devoted to all things horror. Well, horror and film at least. And horror adjacent. Horror adjacent. Yeah. With a little bit of glitter thrown in. <laughs> There's a lot of laser-guided karma in this movie. Yeah, because you can't do shit like that and not get some sort of comeuppance. They're a uh, big business and big politics, right? Freiburg was big dance, but things are going to change. <laughs> big <laughs> dance. <laughs> I think I turned off Tales of Halloween because I was already sick of just, like, trash and... <laughs> <laughs> How very dare you? <laughs> I am a motherfucking Halloween enigma. I don't even know what to say. Shh. You don't have to make that vomity sound because all the children vomiting those snakes and scorpions and spiders will do it for you. (laughs) Motherfucker. From classics to new favorites to camp, no film is safe from this section in laughs. Check out the film flamers wherever you get your podcasts. Sweet dreams.
0: Are we back? We're back. (laughs) He did that right. <laughs> Let's your case no wait, but, but first. first,
1: you you got so worried about that. Wait, but first, but first, um, we're gonna be in Portland on a definitely one day of Saturday,
0: November the tenth. Yeah, we will be at the Portland Podcast Festival you at can... seven ten p.m. on the Hawthorne Lounge. Stage. You're doing
1: this from memory yeah
0: you can get tickets at pdxpodfestival.com wow slash tickets
1: You're thanks tour manager yeah um and you can find us in many places
0: oh wait oh no well okay our website is gayishpodcast.com
1: <clears throat> you can find us on twitter instagram youtube facebook and insta i thought i said that did i answer that instagram Twitter and and Twitter YouTube and Instagram
0: Facebook
1: and Facebook and Instagram and
0: Twitter (laughs) at (laughs) did we mention Twitter at gayish podcast and just because somebody's like asked this the other day we don't screen the Facebook group to make sure that only hot people get in
1: oh my god Okay. okay we talked about there are a lot of hot guys in the group but like we accept like we accept everyone. <laughs> we accept everyone.
0: Being hot is not a requirement to be in the Facebook group. You should join because they're wonderful people and it's really fun.
1: I mean, it's if you're hot, that's great. Yeah. But not a requirement.
0: Yeah. We also got our very first dick pics.
1: Well, the first, like a person, like we've gotten other people. Somebody took a picture of their own their dick own and own set it in. Personal dick.
0: To our email address, which is gagepodcast at gmail.com. Very good. Our hotline. You can send us text messages or leave us voicemails. It's five eight five five gayish. That's 585-542-9474. standard rates apply.
1: And I didn't we didn't say the Facebook group is Facebook.com slash groups slash gayish podcast. Join so. it,
0: even if you're an go,
1: Even if you're ugly. <laughs> we'll like you. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um oh. Oh. Last but not least. Okay. This is episode ninety one. Uh-huh our 100th episode we've oh. said that every 50 episodes we're going to do questions from the listeners so start sending in your questions what are the deep dark secrets you want kyle and i to reveal
1: or what are the surface level easy
0: questions you want us to start with or what are the pieces of advice that you want that you oh. should not follow oh
1: no <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty much uh, ask laura is that the ask abby Doctor Laura. Doctor Laura. Great question, Laura. We're basically question Doctor Laura in a podcast form.
0: Yep. Um, but yeah, so for the 100th episode, we're going to do questions and answer. We're going to answer the questions of the people. Actually, no. If you want to send in answers, yeah, send we'll create questions question for them. <laughs> um. <laughs> send in a question and answer it yourself. <laughs> That'll be our gift
1: to you of you did your own work.
0: But you have you have you have a couple of months. But but you know over the next eight weeks. Send in your questions and answers for our 100th episode.
1: Yeah, that'll be fun.
0: You want to do our gayest and straightest? Let's
1: do our gayest and straightest.
0: You want me to go first? Yeah. The gayest thing about me this week. So I've like had the sex drive of a piece of part piece of cardboard here for the last few months. Does and
1: cardboard fuck?
0: <laughs> it does no, not. No. Okay. Let me tell you <laughs> okay. what. Um. And so I was like, okay, maybe, like, this last week maybe i maybe i want a bone mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. like it's, there's been a little you know a little a little twinkle yeah call you a
1: dog because you want a bone
0: yeah so i decided to take care of the nasty <laughs> jungle of brambles that is my pubic hair and and like weed whack that shit down because i might want to get busy Gross. um i i i i i, I I cut my scrotum <gasps> on accident. <laughs> you Jason Bigged? Yeah. I was just like I like had a pair of hedge trimmers down oh, no. there and like accidentally nicked myself. It hurt real bad and bled a surprising amount and Are you um, do you only
1: have is only one left?
0: Did you ruin? <laughs> it kid? just it fell out the hole. That I, I
1: don't know. I don't know how this works.
0: <laughs> but That's no, no, I'm fine. Terrifying. I'm good. All right. Yep. But uh but yeah, so that it really gets in the way of the fucking. If you yeah. have
1: like a damaged scrotum, it did
0: not help. Oh, okay. Because um, I yeah, and I still haven't hooked up. <laughs> but you know,
1: but you took you lost a couple pounds, so that's great. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs>
0: I I to put it uh, out in the. Um, the yard waste bin for the, <laughs> for the garbage guys. <laughs> Compost only? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, well, I, I support all of this, but it's, why is it still so gross to talk about? I don't know. I support you, Mike. Great. Just don't tell me about it.
0: Um, and the straightest thing about me this week, uh, this last weekend, uh, the, the tasting room where Chris Bola works had their uh, wine club party, Ooh. and I took a lady as my date.
1: <gasps> a female
0: lady? A female lady as my date. <laughs> It was Shreya from oh, our from our Dungeons awesome. and Dragons group, <laughs> yeah. but but the fact that I was, I was like texting her, do you want to be my date? Aww. And then she was like, yeah, let's do it. And did
1: and you get a limo and give her a corsage?
0: Yeah. And then I touched her boobs. Yeah. And, and she slapped me because that wasn't okay. And, and you and, threw up because yeah. you got too drunk. Yeah. She had it to take like, the morning after pill. <laughs> it was the, like
1: prom <laughs> all over again.
0: <laughs> all right, it's your turn. <laughs>
1: um, the straightest thing about me is there's this question on Reddit that someone asked um uh straight people have read it what do you want to ask a gay person okay and so that sounds kind of gay that i was like i looked at the questions i was replying to them but like a lot of them were joke questions which are really funny and like yeah some gays like just gotta get with it like they were joke questions so you need to give a joke answer and so like everyone was answering seriously and i was like farts blah blah blah." like whatever (laughs) i said and uh, like i feel like it reminded me of this like keeping up with the straight dudes that I I feel like I you kinda of have to do of like being able to hang with the straight guys and like make jokes and do like just kinda of talk their lingo.
0: You so you're kinda of broy about it?
1: I wish. I would not I don't think I'm broy enough, but like yeah, kinda like okay. so it just like brought back all these memories of just like fitting in with straight dudes, which yeah. I feel is like kinda of straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um the gayest thing about me, girl. <laughs>
0: No, I, done. You just did it. <laughs>
1: I had to say that because, okay, I introduced a lot of my friends to an artist that my boyfriend, Jack.
0: I don't know if you know this. Are you going to talk about Cupcake with two Ks? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but did you know Jack's my boyfriend? He's my boyfriend. Your boyfriend, Jack, Jack
0: who is your boyfriend? Yeah, he's yeah. my boyfriend. Okay, got it.
1: Um, Yeah, Cupcake with two Ks. Mm-hmm. Two Ks instead of the one K, in case you're wondering where they fall.
0: But was it really three Ks?
1: Nope. Just the two. Cupcake? It normally has one. Now it has
0: two. Okay.
1: Like, do you know to spell Cupcake?
0: I thought it had three K's in it. <laughs> Apparently oh, not.
1: Oh, no, no, no. It's spelled like Cupcake, but instead of the one K, it has two. Anyway, so she has songs that are... She's my newest favorite artist. Non-sarcastically, she uh, has a song called Deep Throat. She has several... It's, I think the latest, or the album, her first album is called Come Cake. And it's just, like several songs about just the love of blowing dicks it's so good and that as if that wasn't gay enough that Mm -hmm. i was like oh my god everyone listen to this song about deep throating i found she took the britney spears song pretty girls
0: Mm. do you know that song no where is that on your personal no
1: one uh it's surprising everyone hates it because it's kind of like atonal or like weird all around the world. Oh, I do know Pretty that song. Girls. Do Jumped I know that song because of you or because it was famous? Of, no, because of me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jump the line <laughs> to the front. When we went to trivia and they did one section that was all about Britney or Christina, yeah. I got this question wrong. And oh. I've never let myself. I've never forgiven myself. Okay. Um, It was her and Iggy Azalea.
0: Anyway. Never forgiving yourself is the gayest thing about you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs>
1: um, But she took that song and changed it from pretty girls to vagina girls. She left Britney Spears vocals, but anytime she says pretty girls, she just says the word vagina over the top. <laughs> and, and so for example, the chorus goes all around the world, vagina girls slurp that dick with all the boys, pour the cum, bring the noise.
0: Oh God.
1: She's, and then she also throws in some low mama lip gloss in there. It was like I discovered this when My I was lip with lip glosses
0: popping. Yes. Okay, great.
1: Um and she like lip gloss universal or something and she changes it to like deep throat universal or something hilarious. So britney spears Lil mama and cupcake with two k's and i found this when i was with gay jack my wait no boyfriend jack, my boyfriend jack your gay I mean, boyfriend gay. jack my gay, oh, gay boyfriend no. <laughs> yes and we listened to that song and we were both just like mouth agape like th- how i i don't have the words for how beautiful this moment is yeah. and then one of our friends was with us and after that he leaned over to her and he was like are you okay (laughs) because it's like so like her lyrics are so ridiculous so that's the gayest thing about me
0: do you want to hear the best thing ever yeah so uh, yesterday on Sunday uh fucking Dan Garlington was over here Mm -hmm. with with some other people I played cupcake for Mm. him because you You did yes what do you think he's like I need all of this now oh my god right downloading all of it
1: so good uh I think it's called Cum Cake is that I want to look this up. You always look up shit, Mike. So shut up and let me look this up. Great. I was right. It's called Cum Cake. Um, So look up that album. The songs I like are Deep Throat, Juicy Coochie, and Pedophile.
0: Great. (laughs) So there you go. It's quite the trifecta. You know, it's the big three. Uh, so that's it. A special thank you, as always, to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music.
1: And thank you to Freddie Mercury for just being himself and just By doing that, you it. mean
0: dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you, no one does dead better than you, Freddie. And
0: thanks to Anthony for that trailer, just because. What? Uh, sorry, what happened? I'm thinking. Uh, on your beh- <laughs> He was so Uh, hot. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Fine. Anthony,
1: you're hot in in your underwear. Um, Yeah.
0: Thank you to Fat Bottom Girls. You make the rockin' world go round. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. This has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. See ya, Fat Bottom Girls. Because we are the champions.
1: I take no goes, other uh, We will rock you I Yeah I was gonna I But I have to like Do, like, do a different Bad bottom girls <laughs> <back> <laughs> didn't Rhapsody didn't that yet. That's another song And hear me As I will sing
0: Hey and by the way Do you
1: hear What your words bring O. P. S. I'm...